0: Let me guess, you signed up for every free lead magnet and binged on every marketing YouTube video and thought, what am I missing? Why isn't my business exploding like that? Well, I can tell you, you're not alone. Whether you're just getting started or have an established business, entrepreneurship can be really lonely. But it doesn't have to be. Overcoming your fear of launching or building your personal brand or figuring out how to scale, it shouldn't be holding you back. It should be empowering you. On this podcast, we're gonna deep dive into the mechanics of what it takes to build your brand make your mark and stake your claim in the digital marketing space. I'll be chatting with people from all walks of life and stages in their careers. I will be getting inspiration from real experts who will share their actual strategies and techniques to grow loyal and raving followings and sell more stuff. This is entrepreneurship from people who are already there making it happen. My name is Jeff Mendelsohn join me and welcome to the one big tip podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today I am really pleased to have with me on the line Rahul Agarwal. Rahul is the co-founder of Design Hill, a unique online marketplace for business owners to outsource high-quality graphic design and creative services. He was awarded the Creative Startup of the Year in 2019 by Entrepreneur Magazine. He was named Entrepreneur 35 Under 35 in 2020 and Asia's Most Promising Business Leaders in 2021 by the Economic Times. Rahul, thank you so much for joining me today and welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me on the show, Jeff. It's a pleasure to be here. Really looking forward to speaking okay. with you.
0: So this is going to be a lot of fun today because we have a lot to talk about, not only about your journey and the startup that you created and why it's awesome, but you also have this amazing story about how you were able to do an amazing humanitarian effort in India during the height of the COVID crisis over there. So I am very anxious to talk about this today. Can you please take a few moments to give us a little bit of a background to who you are and how you got to where you are today?
1: Sure. So, you know, uh, Jeff, uh, I'm I'm an entrepreneur, um, third generation entrepreneur. In fact, uh, I, I'm born and brought up in New Delhi, India, and uh, I did my graduation in UK. And I started Design Hill in 2014, 15, with my brother, who's my uh, co-founder, my real brother, younger brother, Varun. And uh, so, Design Hill, you know, it it was something that just came um, out of a discussion that me and Varun had because uh, uh, I, I joined a family business early, and uh, when I came back. I was having a lot of trouble getting our branding done, uh, you know, fixing our brand guidelines, corporate identity. And, you know, I couldn't find a designer agency to work with that, you know, that the one I would really like to work with. And on the other hand, Varun, he has been always, he has always been very creative. And uh, he was working as a freelancer during his college years. And he was facing difficulties around the fact that he was not able to work, you know, with the right clients, get hired or, you know, get paid on time or communicate with them. So, you know, it's just with that discussion that, you know, uh, we realized that this was a global problem uh, for businesses, small and big, marketeers, professionals, and even creative uh, professionals like designers and artists. And that's how we, you know, started Design Hill in 2014-15 as a crowdsourcing platform. Uh, Over the years, we've grown Design Hill into a multifaceted uh, marketplace. You know, we offer crowdsourcing services, freelancing services. We have DIY design tools based on machine learning and ai Uh, we offer complete design to print Uh, so basically everything uh, that you get designed on the platform can be printed and shipped to you all over the world Uh, we have an online marketplace that offers uh, custom printing uh, on merchandise like t-shirts phone cases bags uh, and a number of other products and you can also shop merchandise created by some hand-picked artists uh, from around the world so uh, you know we've catered to about a million customers. Till now, we have over 300,000 designers and uh, artists and uh, from over 100 countries. And that's that's pretty much, that's what's been our journey till now.
0: You know, what's really interesting about this business is that um, you are in a, let's call it a semi-crowded marketplace, right? Because now you can basically outsource just about anything from anywhere, right? So not only are you providing a service, you know, in a specific niche, but what happens is that you're utilizing that service to also uh, to also make other businesses grow as well and that's really you know is like the secret sauce right because every company needs these kind of services like to design a logo to you know to get that uh, that uh, that graphic design done I mean I know I'm always looking for somebody to you know create a graphic here or create a logo over there I mean it just works it's something that it's something that every business every entrepreneur always needs right yeah so when you started this, how did you figure out that, like, this is the direction that you wanted to go in, right? So you had that example where, you know, where your brother was trying to, was trying to start out, but how did that idea get refined into, you know, a super targeted niche that this is what I'm going to attack?
1: So, you know, uh, as you rightly said, see, design is omnipresent, isn't it? I mean, we have design everywhere as a business owner from starting from your logo to your branding, to your packaging, uh, your website, uh, social media presence and you know it, it, i mean a lot of us do not value design as much as we should do uh all over the world but it's some just something that we realized that you know because design plays such an important role uh in the growth of a business and because design was very fragmented as an industry design industry and uh and because technology allowed us to create what we you know decided to create because you know we, we realized that you know there was so much talent all over the world all we really needed to do was uh, use the technology that we had available at hand and, you know, we've tried to evolve it over a period of time as well and connect the dots, you know, connect business owners from one part of the world to, uh, to designers or professionals to, to other, from other parts of the world. And, you know, uh, uh, because that's what technology, internet has uh, enabled us to do. And, you know, when in over the last few years with all the stuff happening around COVID-19 and the pandemic, we've just sort of seen... What all can be done virtually and online? And, you know, this sort of only reinforces what we, you know, thought at that point
0: of time. You know, what's really interesting about design in general, right, is that there are a lot of applications for it, right? So just from this podcast, right, like one of the things I do is that I take the value bombs that you or any of my guests drop on the show and then I have a graphic made, right? So then I, you know, with the quote, with your picture on it, you know, and you have to do this each and every time. Right. right. So being able to have somebody who is competent and, and can crank these out, you know, on a, uh, you know, on a consistent basis is really important, you know, for me or for anyone else. You know, I want to segue into your one big tip over here, because that is really, you know, the importance of why everyone needs this kind of service. Right. Because right now we are in a world where your business can grow by sharing socially what your business is doing, right? And by showing the social proof that actually proving that you know what I say I'm going to do, I'm actually going to complete, right? Uh, how does that work in your business so that you can actually you know increase revenues and incre- you know and really enable businesses to enable this to discover and you know and how to make all that work? Yeah. So you know, social. Sh- I, I think I
1: can't uh, emphasize more on the importance of social sharing and social proof. I think. Because there is so much time that we spend on uh, social media these days, isn't it? I mean, you know, we're always on uh, one of the social media platforms. It could be Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. Each kind of customer, each kind of profile have their own preferences that they spend time on. Now, as a business, every business today needs to be active on these platforms, and that goes without saying. But uh, what i felt is that uh with social sharing what you're able to do is not only showcase your services and the proof of what you are saying and you're delivering but also you should use social sharing and social proof as a means to really leverage you know what your customers are saying so you know for in a, for example in our case you know every time we see we find an opportunity on the platform that you know a customer is happy a designer is happy uh, or about our services or the experience that they're having or if they're finding value in our services We try and push or promote or, you know, encourage them to share that experience online, you know, with their friends, with their families, uh, with the people they know. Because end of the day, the biggest influence that anybody can make on the people you know, that you interact with, uh, the people who who follow you, uh, is by sharing uh, or, or, you know, seeing somebody, you know, sharing uh, or giving a recommendation about a product or a service. And that is what real social uh, sharing and social proof is all about, right? So just to give you an example, like, you know, somebody's, really happy with our service we uh, we say that okay you know we'll give you free printed business cards if you uh, you know, if you share this with your friends, you know, that you've had, uh, you know, you've given us a five-star testimonial on our website. But if you, sh- you know, if you share it, we'll give you an extra discount or we'll do this. Uh, though we incentivize them, uh, but, you know, it works really wonderfully because these guys, when they they share uh, th- their feedback or their testimonials or their uh, design, their design is so illustrative, right? And they share it on their social media uh, with tagging Design Hill. It gives us customers. It gives us visibility. It helps uh, us get discovered by new uh, customers. And the same goes for designers as well. So, you know, we try, uh, because we are an online platform, we really encourage our designers to really share their journey uh, on their social media platforms, like you know, when somebody gets rated, when somebody uh, gets awarded, when get somebody gets a testimonial, we share certificates with them, and they share them online on their social media platform. So the whole idea here is to not only share yourself as a platform, as a uh, business, as a uh, you know entity, but encourage your customers, your users, to also share their experience uh, with you on uh, social media because that is the real of, uh, you know, validation of what you're talking about. And that is that is what works really well. And that's what real social proof is all about.
0: You know, I want to dive into your example of how you leverage the social proof and the social sharing for the humanitarian effort that you, uh, uh, that you started in India. Um, I don't want to steal your thunder. Can you please like talk about that and explain how that worked and how that came about? Sure. So, uh, you
1: know, just a, a couple of months back, you know, uh, in early April, uh, late April uh, this year, you know, we in India were facing, a, I think it was more of a catastrophe because uh, uh, the second wave hit us really bad. And uh, And I live in New Delhi, which is the capital of the country. Right? And uh, the biggest problem that we were facing, and it was really unexpected, was that we basically, the, our hospitals ran out of oxygen. Uh, the number of cases were, uh, you know, increasing by 500% a day. Uh, we had hundreds of thousands of people who were getting infected. And the biggest problem that we were facing was that we didn't have oxygen at hand to give these you know, patients, and I think that is something that was really, really heartbreaking. And that's when I, along with a few friends, uh, we started an initiative called Mission Oxygen, uh, just to basically procure oxygen, uh, oxygen concentrators, cylinders, wherever we could get them from. And at that point of time, we we, we started a crowdfunding pla- uh, uh, initiative. Uh, we started raising some money and. Uh, Very quickly, because we were again, you know, we implemented the same concept of social proof and social sharing by being very transparent, by sharing every step of the journey, you know, we imported about 6000 concentrators worth $5 million from different factories in China by nine charter planes. We donated them, distributed them to over 380 hospitals in 28 states. Uh, All of that happened within two months. Uh, We raised about $9.5 million million, and all of that was donated, distributed. Uh, You know, we set up oxygen plants and at every step of the way, because when we started, the aim was not to raise $10 million. It was only to raise $500,000. And uh, whenever we made a purchase, we shared uh, photos uh, of the uh, products. getting manufactured, them getting shipped to airports, getting on the plane, getting distributed to hospitals. Uh, The testimonials of doctors and nurses were shared uh, on our Instagram account, uh, on our website that we created for this initiative. And that built confidence. That built confidence with our donors. uh, That built confidence with the people who were supporting us. Because then they felt. Because so many people, you know, they didn't know us. Nobody knew who we were, right? And and, and we ended up having 44,000 donors from over 102 countries. Because they could See, the proof was there. Uh, it was there on social media. It was there on our website. It was there on news channels, uh, right? And everybody was broadcasting, not me as such, but not our initiative, but the photos and the proof that we were putting out there. That, you know, here is an organization, an initiative that was actually doing something on ground that was taking things in their own hand and they were actually being uh, able to implement. You know, we were able to execute. We were flying charter planes from China to India. We were having trucks you know, go all over the country. India is a relatively large country as well. And the proof was all there for everybody to see. And that is what encouraged everybody to support us, donate more money. And that eventually led us to help more people. You know, the aim was never to do it at the size of the scale that we wanted to do. But because uh, there was social proof, because there was sharing, there was transparency that in everything that we were doing all the time, we got so much encouragement and support. And, you know, that's that's how we were able to manage
0: what we were able to do. So when you put this plan together and like you said, your initial stated goal was 500K to get started. What kind of specific actions did you take? Not so much sharing the photos and the videos, Right. But what kind of like assets did you need to put together in order to share this out? Like basically what I'm asking here is aside from just collecting the money and then and then wiring the money to somewhere else. Right. How did you uh, plan out the social assets that you were creating for this? In order to get it out quickly and effectively, right? Because I'm asking not only from a non- from a nonprofit point of view, but also how would a for-profit business be able to utilize some of these tactics that you implemented in order to work for their businesses as well?
1: Sure, because you know almost everything that we implemented was implemented based on the learnings that I had while re- learning, uh, you know, growing Design Hill, isn't it? Because you know, I mean, everything that we did, it was actually not planned. Uh, we but we knew what to do that was an important thing right so uh the, the day we decided to do with this we had the website for crowdfunding uh it was live within 8 hours uh we had all the social media handles live everything was connected to the website uh you know uh, we created whatsapp messages because you know at, at the end of the day i think uh, the fastest and the most viral way of actually promoting anything is probably through instant messaging whatsapp or any communication medium that people use these days and uh you know so you know th- those those messages were sent out again, like any startup, Uh, you know, the initial funding came from friends and family because that's again showed you know, confidence in what we were doing. And, and if you really think about the whole journey in the last two, three months, uh, you know, it was almost like a creating a new startup, building it, making it viral through social media, through instant messaging, through PR, uh, you know, we had a few people who were reaching out to journalists, they were reaching out to online publications, media houses, uh, telling them that what we were trying to do. Uh, and because, you know, we, we almost instantly, the moment we started it, I think within the f- first four or five days, we had our first shipment of only what 94 concentrators out of 5200 uh, that we ended up doing with uh, you know they that landed in india so you know it was just about first building a little bit momentum and then just keep we kept adding on to that momentum by kept as we kept delivering so because nothing was done in one day it was done on a daily basis we kept showing what we were doing we kept uh, adding on to that and we kept increasing our goal and people kept believing in us you know and the more we did the more uh, support we got we got support from actors cricketers sportspersons uh from all over and the reason was because we were doing something that nobody else was doing again so that's really important as well isn't it i mean if i'm going to do something which 500 other people are also doing then i'm i'll get lost in the crowd and people would not know who to support but because at that point of time probably we were one of the earliest to really uh, step in uh, from, you know, being a civilian and being like, you know, we were not part of any government organization. We were just doing something on our own. And because we were doing it at a scale and at a speed, and we were able to actually execute on ground, because that's the most important thing, you know, uh, 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 if even if you're a startup, you, even if you're uh, starting a business, all people want to see is validation, right? What you're talking about, are you able to deliver on that? Whatever you are committing, are you able to show that? Uh, The moment you do that, uh, you know, you will get support, whether it's investors, whether it's customers. If you're able to deliver it and then the quality of your product and service is great, then you are going to get back in. So, you know, if you think about it, all of the things that we learned being entrepreneurs, I learned as an entrepreneur while growing design Hill while scaling it or, you know, whatever. We just sort of inherently, you know, adopted that and implemented it here and you know i really feel that it, it was just a lot of uh you know uh, we achieved whatever we could uh not because we planned it but because we learned it uh, you know through experience and we executed it well you know
0: and uh, those learnings really came in handy Amazing. What an amazing story. And what did it, you know, it's like in this uh, humanitarian effort that you guys spearheaded, it, you know, it just affected positively so many people. So, you know, that's really great. Thank you so much for that. Can you please let everyone know how they can learn more about you and how they can reach out to you directly?
1: Sure. Uh, so, you know, uh, obviously we, uh, Design Hill is an online business, so uh you can uh, find us at www.designhill.com. Uh, there is also a page for uh, About Us page, which has my profile on it, and there's a contact us page there as well. But uh I'm generally more active on LinkedIn. Uh, uh, so anybody who wants to reach out to me, wants, you know, have any questions, uh, you know, I'm more than willing to help. So they can do that on LinkedIn. You just have to type in my name with Design Hill and, you know, probably I'll pop up. Uh, Yeah, and that's it. And if if that doesn't work, then, you know, we have a 24-7 customer support on DesignDill. And you can just speak to one of our executives and, you know, I'll be in touch pretty soon.
0: Very good. Rahul, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you taking the time to, you know, tell the story and really walk through, you know, like the specific actions of how a business can utilize these concepts in order to grow their businesses as well. So thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much, Jeff. It was really great. Thank you so much for having me on the show.